Hey, real quick, before this episode begins, I just wanted to let you know Dr. Carroll and myself will be moving to Friday. So mark your calendar, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. On Fridays, you will get the latest You'll Die Trying episodes right there on your device. Okay, back to the show. Welcome. Hello. This is You'll Die Trying. It is. Episode 112. 13. Golly. One of these days. <laughs> is One that of like these the days. new thing? I guess. I used to be really on top of that. You were really on top of it, and you would give me a hard time about it. Yeah. You wouldn't give me a hard time. I, was, I deserved it. 113. Do you want to talk about where we are right now? We have relocated our podcast studio. I think this is considered an upgrade. It's much better. Our view is better. We have a nice view outside the window. Mm-hmm. It's a smaller space, meaning yeah, more intimate. More intimate. We're closer. And it's dedicated exclusively to the podcast, meaning no other activity happens in this room. Except dancing. Yeah. Post-podcast. We still need to go video. We've got the light ring right there. It's right there. Yeah. It should be right next to you. I need it. Yeah. This is what a dog feels like, by the way. How do you know? Because dogs look out the windows all the time. Oh. I mean, I don't know. They don't tell me or anything, but I would presume that the dogs like looking out the windows because of me. Like, I don't know. I'm wrong. Yeah. We're recording on the day of Epiphany. Yep. Happy Epiphany. Celebration of the three magi reaching the the boy Jesus in in his home in Nazareth. From 12 days. It did not take them 12 days. I can walk to Florida in 12 days. Okay. I can't. I don't know how long that would take. Let's Google it. Okay. While this music plays. According to Answers.com, which is basically the Lord on the internet. Correct. While we didn't exactly specify what our starting point was in Kentucky in our search, walking from Kentucky to Florida is roughly 837.8213768 miles, which translates to 11 days and 10 hours. You are correct. Boom. You could walk to Florida in 12 days. I did not plan that. You are incorrect, though, <laughs> in your biblical interpretation. I know, I know, I know. The well, text okay. clearly says that the baby was a, was a small boy. He was a I know. Child. We talked about this, but my point is, is that from the day of Christmas to now is 12 days. So, so we why didn't walked. you go to Florida? I don't know. I just didn't think about it at the time. You know what's really neat is like Alyssa's like right there, so if we needed something, watch. Watch this. Alyssa! It sounds like you're saying Alexa. See, she she responded. She, you may not have heard that, but my point was, is like, what if you were to do a kind of walkathon to raise money or awareness for a particular thing, and you did take this on the road? Mike Posner did it. Say more. Mike Posner did the walk across America. He's literally he's the guy that's saying, "I took a pill in Ibiza." Uh, he was the guy that went to Duke University, had a lot of success. He sang that song. I took a pill in yeah. That's a good song. Yeah, and he's a songwriter. He's done a ton of songs. And he devoted to walking across the United States, and he did it successfully. And he 
posted his walks on Instagram. It was pretty interesting. And then he got bit by a rattlesnake. This is true. Almost, And then he almost died and he got life flighted and all this stuff. As you would. Yeah. Wow. So his his, I think his walk, and I could be wrong because I did not follow it from the beginning to the end. Yeah. I think his was just for, it was almost like a spiritual journey for him that mm-hmm. he said he was going to do something. So he, in fact, completed it. Kind of cool. Well, let's talk for a minute about people doing things. Sure. I want to ask your opinion about what advice you would give to someone who decides to take a complaint or concern to social media. When you read a post where someone is basically being salty, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they had a bad experience at a restaurant. Yes. Maybe they own a restaurant, had a bad experience with a customer or patron. Maybe someone um, is eliminated because the position that they were in was was eliminated. Or maybe someone has uh, had a bad purchase experience with a cashier at a department store. And they take to social media to air out their concerns. Mm-hmm. What do you think they're actually doing there? Do you think they're actually trying to benefit society by bring us bringing a story, telling the truth, and edging and nudging and pushing people to make better decisions and better choices and be better people? Or do you think that they're just bitching for the sake of getting attention or something else? It's attention-seeking, and I think it's trying to make them feel better about the fact that they know that what happened actually was mostly their fault. To begin with. Okay. That's my thought. Is Because let's just talk about the cashier. Let's be 100% honest. How many cashiers have you experienced in, in the past year? How many do you think you've gone to? 483. Okay. Of those 483, did you have a bad experience? I don't know. Probably. I don't, I don't know. Because I don't more probably Yeah, right. Because there are people They're trying to do a beings. job. And Correct. I mean, who cares? And you maybe looked at them wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe you farted and you stunk. Maybe your uh, breath smelled terrible. Gosh, this is maybe. going south like really quickly. No, it's not my point. You're talking all these smell things. I'm very well, sensitive you don't, to Yeah, smells. you are sensitive to smell. My point is, is there was like, but what about the other person's Facebook post? That probably doesn't exist because they didn't. Because they're not going to post anything right, like that. Right, that's my point. Yeah, so when I read something and it starts to go south, I'm, I always feel a little bit bad for that person. Yeah. And then if I'm, you know, if I have a little time and I look at the comments, I'm going to see comments that support the original post. Rarely do you have someone who says, well, you know, I'm sure there's more sides to this story. And rather than comment <laughs> yeah. about this, I, I wish you well and I hope right. that you find you know, peace in your next transaction or whatever. Normally it's just, hey, everybody, this really sad thing happened to me. Isn't that terrible? And everyone's like, oh, you don't that deserve it, Precious. You're such a wonderful person. <laughs> we love you. It, looking up, hey, they don't know what they're doing. They're terrible people and you're great. Like, what? what's the point of that? I, in, I am increasingly frustrated by, and as a result, uninterested in social media. Correct. I rarely ever am on Facebook anymore. I've never been into Instagram. So really the only social media thing that I'm enjoying right now is TikTok. Golly. Yes, he is. If you don't know, TikTok is a new uh, (laughs) iteration of what used to be called Musical.ly. It used to be for children who would record little videos and dance videos of themselves to songs and tracks. 
but now it is sweeping the globe. It's insane. And it is short little videos that kind of replaces vines, although they're not six seconds. They can be longer than that, but it's not, they're not too long. Uh, and they are vignettes, people lip syncing, get hopping on trends, you know, uh, acting out scenes and scenarios, telling jokes. It's, it's, I have to say, it's hilarious. Is it your drug? Yeah. I've not, I've never been on it. I've done a few TikToks with Drew and Joel because Wonder Boy has a TikTok. Okay. So they've done a few things and they're like, hey, can you be in this? And it's like, he's jumping. It, it was fun. Yeah. I could see myself enjoying it so much that I become, I am, I strive for TikTok famous. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. See, I don't have an account. So I only watch the for you page, which is kind of the generic page. And if you, if it's, I don't know what it has to, what criteria have to be met in order to get on the for you page, but that's the only thing I can see. I don't, I don't have an account, so I can't follow other people's accounts. Oh, so you just, okay. I just watch the publicly accessible for you page and it's just a constant thread. You are in, is it a rabbit hole? Absolutely it is. On my screen time, accountability app on my phone it is the number one used app uh cbs sports is number two and text messaging is number three with nathan with me that's how much time i'm spending spends all of his time texting me (laughs) that's all we do is talk in text format it's not true anyway circling back i like tiktok uh, yeah you like tiktok and i like that you agree with me that the cashier at the grocery store is not a terrible human being just because someone didn't like her. What is it about people who want successful people to be less successful? Because their lives are mundane and boring and they hate people hate successful people. I don't say they hate successful people. That sounds really uh, shallow. They... Why is it that somebody can basically worship a Hollywood actor mm-hmm. for have being really good at one skill, which is pretending to be someone else, which we call acting, but a hometown uh, entrepreneur who enjoys huge success and employs people, they want to denigrate that person. They will exalt the stranger who pretends to be someone else on a big screen and makes gajillions doing so. Right. But they will tear down a local person who's employing people and coming up with interesting ideas, uh, and they are doing so, you know, to benefit a local community. I, I think mm. and and why this is something that that Joy and I talk about because this is one of her pet peeves. Whenever something happens in the world, and a Hollywood actor or an athlete speaks out about it. It's like, why do we care what they have to say? <laughs> you know, no one has appointed them. No one has elected them. It's barely something I can stomach to care what the elected people say. Did you see what Ricky Gervais? Yes. That was incredible. Where he calls out Hollywood? 100%. He literally at the Give Golden Give us a Glo- summary. At the Golden Globes, he has an eight-minute monologue, and it is hilarious. It's his fifth time hosting, so he basically is out. He is throughout the entire eight minutes, just bashing people in a funny and tasteful way. I think most of those jokes were very appreciated. And then at the very end, he's like, okay, listen, when you win, don't you come up here on this pedestal and speak on things you have 
absolutely no idea about. Let's be very honest. Come up here, accept your <laughs> dang award, and get off the effing stage. Yep. <laughs> Don't be bringing any of your political. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, it's like basically just do what you've been asked to do, which is act and don't pretend like you're, you know, that you're aware of or knowledgeable of anything else. Yeah, there you are the most you are the most what was the word he used? elitist and and you basically are... <laughs> you're you're f- like fake, like nothing about yes. this is real. He literally told them that they have less school in that room than a majority of people because it's, I mean, a lot of it is true. Most of them were childhood actors or actresses and were, did homeschool. And let's, I'm sure there's good homeschools, homeschoolers, homeschoolies out there. Yes, they got great educations. But whenever I homeschooled, did you know I homeschooled for a short time? I didn't know that. Yeah, I did nothing. I literally did nothing. But all my papers that I submitted were saying otherwise. Anyway. So, um, I have the the transcript. Yes, of this please up. read it. Um, it says, <laughs> "Let's see." He's because he's. This is his fifth time doing this, right? Yes. Here's just some snippets. Um, many talented people of color were snubbed in major categories. Unfortunately, nothing we can do about that. Hollywood, foreign press are all very racist. Fifth time. So we're going to do an in memoriam this year. When I saw the list of people who died, it wasn't diverse enough. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone is watching Netflix. Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix. You win everything. Good night. (laughs) It's kind of true. Seriously, most films are awful. Lazy, remakes, sequels. I've heard a rumor there might be a sequel to Sophie's <laughs> Choice. That would just be Meryl Streep just going, well, it's got to be this one then. <laughs> uh, he makes fun of Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese was quoted saying that all the Marvel movies were terrible, pretty much. And that's a lot of people. Martin Scorsese is arguably one of the best living directors. I mean, he, has a, he is a great director. He did The Irishman. He says, in the last time... It's the last time. Who cares? Apple roared into the TV game oh, with the morning show, a superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. Well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for in China, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you, he oh says. So if you do win an award and, tonight... And then the crowd at this point, let me preface like, this, they're starting to get very uncomfortable. quiet down. Yeah. The laughs are getting very diminished. So if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a platform to make a political speech. You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. And I don't know who she is, but she's she's the uh, young girl who has been voicing opposition because of climate change. And basically is getting time person of the year kind of thing. Yes, because Trump (laughs) trolled her because she's a child. But, you know, whatever. So if you win, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and then F off, okay? It's already three hours long. Okay, so let's do the first award. Awesome. I, I'm sorry. I think it's I think it's great. So is that his last time hosting? Is that yes. why he was doing that? Yes. Wow. He literally was just like, okay, listen, I, I think it's great. Remember how a couple of podcasts ago you said that you watched The Long Shot? Yeah. I watched it last night, yeah. and this kind of coincides. So she is... Uh, Secretary of State. Yep. And then she's going to say, hey, I'm going to announce my presidency. Yep. 
candidates running for president. Uh-huh. Well, Seth Rogen's character does not in any way line up with her other half. There right. is no way. So she's over here trying to fit this. Not a good potential first gentleman. Correct. Yeah. So it's kind of like for the longest time, maybe Ricky Gervais or whatever, even us, let's let's say it to us common folk. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to say or do something because we want to fit into what is expected of us. So the four times previous, he didn't necessarily push the envelope too much because he didn't want to get in trouble. Right. The fifth time, he's and like, he you know what? To be able to do it again. He, yeah, so the fifth time he's like, you know what, screw this. I'm going to say what I really think. I'm in a circle of people that are not really well respected in the grand scheme of things. My point is, is like Charlize Theron's character yeah. and Seth Rogen, she was basically saying, well, you don't fit anything that this political world that I need to be in. Right. So it all, it didn't all fit the profile. Didn't fit the profile. And she had to make a choice and stay with whom she loved or try to make him fit the profile or do it without him. I mean, you can keep trying to fit the f- profile for as long as you ever live, but I think that you don't really truly live if you do that. It's going to have a ring of inauthenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I Kudos to him for that. I mean, I'm not... Doesn't hurt my feelings. He did not single anyone out when he said that. No. Now, I think that if he went on and he kind of really like... Nicole Kidman popped into my head for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Just let me be... I'm being very unbiased. I just want you to know. And I'm like, Nicole, you suck. Yeah. That'd be terrible. Right. I don't condone that. That's that's hateful and that's kind of bully. Yeah. But, I mean, and they do roast each other and that's yeah, part of that's the Hollywood part, culture. That was the shtick of that his four James previous times. James Corden, too. you know, Mark yeah. Scorsese and others. He did call James Corden fat though. He did. And then he used the P word, but he was referencing cats. And they still bleeped it out. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. And they bleeped, obviously bleeped out the the final words included the F word. I don't know why. Not fart, but I, I hate that <laughs> word too. That's an F that word is to a me. Stupid word. I hate that word. Well, I I just I think that I think he spoke the truth. I think it was a great yes. Speak. Seeing CEO of Apple Tim Cook sit there and take that comment about sweatshops. I mean, mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. It's not like they can argue against it. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do about it? You're not going to sit up here and and lecture us on. Um, you know, the the public square and the body politic and your various and sundry problems when your own company is is neck deep in corruption. Right. Eesh. Did Tom Hanks' face said it Ooh, all. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was like, you all should go back and watch that video. It's an eight-minute monologue. And then towards the very, very end, whenever I was saying that the laughter was diminishing yeah. tom hanks it cut to a shot of him and he was like Eesh. did anything happen at the end uh, throughout the show that's to- all i watched it yeah. was kind of like there's the train wreck boom yeah the end i think the award shows are all kind of a joke they're going their viewership is down tremendously nobody cares, nobody cares. and he's right everyone's watching netflix they really are netflix originals hulu originals amazon originals they're fun like warner brothers who it's it's the it's no. kind of like that of the music industry. Like TikTok is breaking artists. It's just you can break, you can grassroots. be you can, yes, it's and all grassroots. Netflix it's all cyclical. Was a service that would send you a DVD in the mail. Can you believe that? that y'all don't it. most of y'all don't even remember that. I do. I remember I didn't have a I, subscription. I, I did, did not. I did. You would get it and you'd watch it and then you send it back. You had a couple of days, you know, without mm-hmm. getting a fee. It was it, that's what tanked Blockbuster. Was you wow. could have them sent to your house. Wow, and um, and then all of a sudden they started streaming, and that's when it blew up. I don't see any reason for there to be cable uh, pro- te- television anymore. I don't think that there's a need for having to pay 
this outlandish fee to have this. $218 a month, just so you all know. I want you all to know that. For all these channels, how many of those channels have you watched in the last 30 days? Zero. Yeah, 100%. Zero. That's fact. The zero. only time that our television is on, if we're not watching a show or movie that's on Hulu or Netflix or mm-hmm. Amazon, is the Today Show in the mornings. I love that Today that's Show. It. Only because it's 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 almost like it's a, a tradition. Yeah, so. I like it. I like the, the cast. Yeah, I like it especially now that Matt Lauer is gone. I didn't know why I didn't like him, but I have a that's one thing I'll say going to my grave that I'm really good at is reading people without knowing any of the facts. That mm-hmm. sounds terrible. Sounds like I'm judgmental, but I just have a feel mm-hmm. and I never did have a good feeling about that guy. Yeah. I didn't know anything about him, but turns out I was right. What's happened to him now? I don't know. I, I looked that up the other day. What's happened, to Matt Lauer? I think he's still. I'm sure they're still going through the divorce. I think he's super quiet. I mean, in this world of the internet, you, it's not like you can pick up and move to, yeah. uh, you know, Mallorca off of Spain like you used to could, which is not a word. Matt could. And uh, and be invisible and no one know you. It's it, He cannot be a stranger anywhere on this planet now. Right. I hear he has signed up to be one of the first people to try to live on Mars. <laughs> Good, go. Not true. Go with all the other stuff. Oh, and then... Whenever he said uh, you're, Jeffrey, you're Ep- referencing Ricky Gervais, yeah, and he said Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's funny. I was like, oh, what was it? I don't remember the the it was, joke. It was at the very uh, toward the very end. Gosh, it was it was really funny. I mean, it was actually very funny. Yeah, it was at the very end. I can't remember what it is that he said. Well, regardless, I think it's I think being authentic. Uh, being honest, obviously with love behind it, you're going to ruffle feathers in the ins- even in the instance of the cashier. Being honest, being being kind, uh, not necessarily kind, but just doing the right thing, someone's still going to write a post about you. He says you could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this award show. Afterlife is a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer, and it's still more fun than this award show. Spoiler alert, season two is on the way, so in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself, just like Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Then he said, shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. (laughs) Holy cow. Wow. Ooh, that made me feel something. Mm, It's interesting. Gosh. And then you have this whole Prince Andrew drama around the Jeffrey Epstein thing and the Clintons and Trump and everybody who was, I mean, it's just a, and he, he's right. He was friends with a lot of, especially men in Hollywood. I mean, it's just, it's a disgusting story. It's very scary. I hope there, there will be books and, and films about it. I hope that it gets, it gets blown out just like the, um, Harvey, What's his Weinstein. Last? Weinstein, yeah. Jeez. Oh, gosh. Hey, I wanted to talk about, uh, you probably can speak more to the specifics of it, but I just wanted to, I ran across this article of how it could potentially be Tom Brady's last walk off the field or with his loss. Their, Let's talk his, about this. His loss. Here yeah. we go. Sorry, their loss, the Patriots' loss. Well, and it was like a 40-second clip, and he's just like walking off, shaking hands somberly. It will not be his last. No, he'll do another season. He will most likely not be with the Patriots. Why? Is that like your last hurrah? Well, Joe Montana didn't finish with the 49ers. No, he did not. Peyton Manning didn't finish with the Broncos. He he didn't? No. Wait, yes, he did. He didn't. He was with the Colts. First? No. 
Yes, but they didn't finish with the Broncos. No quarterback who starts with the team ends with the same team. And he's been there, uh, Brady's been there 20 years, 20 seasons, since that's the only place he's been. Did Manning start with the Colts and end with the Broncos? He didn't end with the Broncos. He ended with the Colts and started with the Broncos? I don't remember. Now I'm confused. it. Brett Favre ended with the Packers. Brett Favre did not end with the Packers. He ended with the Vikings. See? They never end with Why the Why did I do that? Right. No quarterback ends with the team that got him where he is. So Brady had a contract that could have been extended by now. It has not been. The deadline has passed. He won't end with he the Patriots. A, he is now a fr- fr- is a free, he a free agent. Well, as of as soon as the Super Bowl is played, he becomes a free <gasps> agent. Ooh! For the first time in his career, he's a free agent. Now, what this means is that if he wants to stay with the Patriots, it's not his choice. It's the Belichick fr- and Kraft. Kraft, who of course enjoys, you know, massage parlors mm-hmm, in Florida. Yep. Um, so let's hope for a happy ending for this uh, Brady story. Um, but in the end, I don't think Brady stays. I think that the Cleveland Browns are vying for him. Aren't the Cleveland Browns? No, is it the Cincinnati Bengals that stunk this year? Well, the Cleveland I don't Browns rem- stink perennially, but the Bengals were especially terrible this year. But I thought the Browns were good this year. They, the Browns. <laughs> this, this is not an ESPN endorsed podcast. <laughs> the Browns <laughs> were not good this year. They were just better than typical. Got it. Well, I I just think that. Uh, it's pretty impressive that Brady, 40 years old, that's old, in the NFL, mm. has been able to keep his craft going so well. Right. Pretty impressive. Indeed. Fan or not. Cleveland Browns ended up 6-9. and nine. I mean, that's not a banner year for sure, but... I mean, there have been years when they've won one. And I think that was the case for the Bengals. Cincinnati. Yeah. They're 1-14 this year. That was That's really good. Yeah. And people are still diehards. People are diehards. So the NFL, for the first time in a long time, hasn't is not seeing the Patriots in advancing in the playoffs. I think it was 2010. That's weird. When they didn't get that home field advantage and they did not make it to the. I wonder how my friend Matt Vallejo's doing, because like he's from that area and he is a true, true fan. Because I mean, you got some diehards there. There really are. There are a lot of diehards. Well, I, th- I think that's true of any city where there's a football team. Philadelphia is one of the hardest places, I think, to play if you're not an Eagle or an Eagles uh, fan. But I have to say that my own – I say my because I, I root for the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Virginia Beach Starfish. <laughs> <laughs> the closest team uh, to my hometown was always the Washington Redskins. Interesting. Uh, the Baltimore Colts. But you can't say that up. anymore because that's not fair. It's not true because I don't live there. No, 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 I was saying the Redskins. They remember they were literally where people were throwing a fit about the name yeah, for a while. They're, they're like, still the Redskins. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what their name is. Yep. People here in Kentucky like to either the Colts or the Titans. So, so I think Manning was with the Colts for fourteen seasons and then ended up with the Broncos. Yes, but the Colts were his franchise team. That's Correct. where he got his real start. Yes, and he didn't end there. Favre didn't end with the Packers, and Montana didn't end with the 49ers. I'm predicting that Brady leaves the Patriots. And goes to the Browns or the Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins, that would be interesting since they just lost to the Dolphins, who also had a terrible year. When can we uh, see a Kentucky team? Ever? No. Why? There will never be a Kentucky team. Because we're horse racing? We're just too small. I mean, Louisville's a very small city. It can't afford it. 
there's no there's no city in Kentucky that can sustain a a professional team of that ilk. You know, we yeah. don't have basketball, we don't have baseball. We have a triple A team, which is the Cincinnati Reds farm team, the Louisville Bats. Mm-hmm. There is a it looks to be maybe pro or semi pro soccer, uh, Louisville Soccer Club. They're building a new stadium right off of sixty four. Fun, mm-hmm. and it looks good. So the stadium looks great. Yeah, but it's it's smallish. I don't know if it's pro or semi pro, but I don't think Kentucky. We have the Titans to our south, who just upended the Patriots. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the St. Louis uh, Rams are gone. They're back to Los Angeles. We have the Indianapolis Colts. The Oakland Raiders are close. <laughs> pretty, pretty close. <laughs> After that, we have the Chicago Bears. We have the Atlanta Falcons. The Chicago Cubs. <laughs> and the White Sox. Yeah. The so basically, we're really good team. sports commentators. I think it would be hilarious if they put us in a chair and we got to call a game. Like those two guys, um, Chris Collingsworth and <laughs> that other guy that on guy. NBC. Yes. I love their voices. I do too. It would be great. Honestly, I want to know. I want you all to uh, write us a message at you'll die trying. Is it you'll die trying at gmail.com? Yeah. And then also on Facebook, you'll die trying search us. But write us a message. Would it not be awesome to it's hear? You'll die trying podcast at gmail. I'm all sorry. Right, sorry. I don't know our own email address. You'll die trying podcast at gmail.com. You'll die trying podcast at gmail.com. And tell us if you'd like us. Wouldn't it be awesome if we each had a nice glass of bourbon and we commentated like, uh, a sporting event, mm-hmm. and we could side by side it. What if we were watching two sporting events? You were watching one, and I was watching a different one, but we were commentating them at the same time, as if we were watching the same sport, but we're not. That would be mind numbing. Fantastic. <laughs> no one would. People would probably listen to that. Well, I don't know. I don't either. I kind of like this banter. To be honest with you, do you? Yes, you probably don't. I don't mind. Do you like um, a particular NFL team? No. Okay. Oh well, I grew up with a Green Bay Packers fan, and when I say with, uh, I we would always get Christmas ornaments every year. So Brett mm-hmm. Favre was was the guy, man, mm. handsome fella. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even up in his, uh, you know, his last years with the Vikings were pretty pretty awesome. But we were Packers fans through and through. Do you remember the old? I don't know. They they would sell the uniforms and the helmets and then the the shoulder pads of like your favorite teams and we would get yeah, yeah. that was fun. That was fun. We John and but and, they weren't real and they had to put a, the sticker on it. Yeah, that said like, warning. Yeah, this is course, not meant to. Oh yeah, don't jump out of a off of a. Not that we tried. I have to say, in reality, football is a very dangerous sport. Yes, and it, it makes me nervous. Do you think your boys will play? My son Everett will play. Anderson will. I don't know. I don't know what Anderson will do. I think it's scary. I'm glad I don't have any any kids who are uh, wanting to play football. Well, what if your daughters wanted to play? I know. I mean, they can. They can mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. But I, I would. I don't think I would support that. What would you tell them? I think that it's too dangerous. Yeah. I mean, the statistics of that are that they're going to sustain some pretty serious injury. I mean, I, I sustained an injury. Yeah. Well, first game. First play. First play. Kickoff. Sideline, baby. We watched a movie last night that I want to recommend to people called Greater. Story of Brandon Burlesworth. Grew up in Harrison, Arkansas. Was an unlikely walk-on at uh, Arkansas on the Razorbacks football team. And through nothing but sheer grit and hard work, not only 
gained the respect of people who bullied him, but ended up becoming uh, the best walk-on in school history, where he still has a locker encased. He was um, an All-American that year, first team, honor roll all four years, working on his master's degree as he was finishing his final football season, and was drafted to play for the Indianapolis Colts and was on his way to see his mom before going to Indy to sign his contract when he was killed in a car accident. Very sad story. But it deals well with some theological questions about all of that. Yeah. And um, it's a really good, good movie. I bet he wasn't spending his time, his his time on Facebook writing one-sided posts and focused on other things other than growing, developing himself. Focusing on himself. Focus on yourselves. I think it's just absolutely, it's paramount. Yeah, and, and let's let's get rid of uh, the attention-seeking posts that are all about trying to get sympathy or, um, you know, because it's not real. Right. That kind of sympathy isn't real. It's, it's all very public, and I think that means it's inauthentic, or at least it could be. Focus on yourself. Raise the expectations you have of yourself and uh, challenge yourself. Push yourself to do something great in your own context. It's where I'm leaving it. I'm Jonathan. I'm Nathan. This is You'll Die Try. Until next time.